I'm on. All right. Everybody doing all right tonight? Man, y'all looking sharp tonight. Amen. Looking good. Smiling and all. Everybody raise your hand like that and just wave. Just sort of praise the Lord a little bit. Amen. You know, the Bible said in the last verse in the book of Psalms, the last verse, let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. So if you're breathing tonight, you can praise the Lord. I don't care if you lost your house, uh, repossessed your car, I don't care what happened, uh, you can praise the Lord tonight because you're breathing tonight. And so I thank the Lord for the air. Have you ever thought about this, that before God made man, you know, in the beginning of time, that he made the oxygen for man to breathe? He knew he was going to need the oxygen. So he made all that for us before he ever made us. And so God's got everything in control for us, and, and so we just need to learn to, to trust him. How about that message uh, Sunday morning? Was that not great? That, that faith, that was, that was a great message, amen. All right, got your Bible, Revelation chapter number 21. Revelation chapter number 21. Boy, we're going to have a time tonight, Amen. The Lord willing, I don't know if I ought to say this or not, but the Lord willing, uh, I'll probably be preaching every Wednesday night for the next month or so. Uh, I've got a series that I preach, and I hadn't preached it in a, in a long time, on the eagles. I got five messages that I preach on the eagles, and it'll be a real blessing to you, uh, and we relate the eagle to the Christian. And so I pray that you'll help me pray. But you know, before you can eat the chicken, you got to pluck that sucker, don't you? And so that's the way it is with me with them eagles. I, you know, I'm a, I'm a plucking that eagle. I'm a, I'm a trying to get it all together. And uh, so may have, to, may have to preach a couple other messages. And of course, if I do, the Lord knows I need to preach them messages. Amen. And so... Uh, uh, you pray for us. How many's going to pray for me tonight? Amen. I need it. I'm telling you, I need it. And I, I can only preach the way you pray. So if it ain't sufficient for you tonight, it's your fault. <laughs> I can only do what y'all let me do. Y'all have to pray hard tonight. Pray God will help me and give me strength and wisdom. And I just want to be a tool for him. Amen. Amen. And so also, 1 Corinthians 15. I'll be turning over there. 1 Corinthians 15. You got your place in Revelation chapter 21. Say amen real loud. All right. Let me make sure I got it. All right. Revelation chapter 21 verse number 1. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city of New Jerusalem coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people and God himself 
shall be with them and be their God. Boy, I like this next verse. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow, neither or nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. All right, just slip over, if you will, uh, to First uh, Corinthians uh, chapter 15, and we'll read just a couple verses there. First Corinthians chapter 15 and verse number 51. Verse number 51. Got your place? Amen. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. In a moment and in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound and the dead shall be raised incorruptible and we shall be changed. Father, I sure do love you, Lord. I pray tonight that you would help this, your servant. Lord, I, I don't want to be seen. I want you to be seen. Lord, I just want to be a vessel for you. I pray that you would take this little old feeble mind of mine tonight and, and God help me that I'd lend it to you and let you do the preaching tonight. I pray for these who's assembled here tonight. Lord, I know it would have sure been easy to stay home, work all day today, tired and back hurts, got a headache and all that that goes with it. And I pray, Father, that you'd help them tonight that they could enjoy it, not because of me, but because of you. Now, Lord, you do with us what you will, and I'll sure praise you and I'll thank you in Jesus' name, amen. You can be seated. How many tonight has flown on an airplane? Raise your hand. Just raise it up. You've flown on an airplane. All right. How many has never flown on an airplane? Raise your hand. All right. One more question. How many is never planning on flying on an airplane? That's what I thought. You like my mama was. I'm going to pay her way up here to, to see me. And she said, son, if God wanted me to fly, he'd have given me wings. And needless to say, she went to her grave without going in an airplane. And tonight, the Lord willing, we're going to try to bring a message on Traveler's Guide to Heaven. A Traveler's Guide to Heaven. Now, if you if you planning on going out of the country, there's a lot of things and preparation that you have to do. Now, if you've been out of the country, you know what I'm talking about. I've been to Central America and uh, several different places, and and there's a lot of things that you've got to prepare for before you can ever get on that flight to go out of the country. And so tonight. Uh, 
we're going we're gonna to prepare for that flight that, praise God, one day we're going to take if you've been born again. Amen? So, number one. Now, I've got a lot of points, but that's all they are is points. Amen? Uh, no subs or no nothing. Uh, and I'm going to, I ain't like my son. I, you know, you know, three points and A, B, and C under each point. I, I, I just, you know, that's why I sent him to school where he'd know how to do that. Amen? And uh, I just put it down and, and just, just say what it is. Amen. And uh, I, 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 don't, I don't get all the, all the A's and all the B's and all that. I just never could do all that. But thank God he can and uh, he does. And, but uh, you're not going to get that tonight. But uh, let, me give you, let me give you just, you know, several things tonight that we've got to get prepared for before we make that flight to glory. Amen. Uh, now, first of all, uh, we've got to make uh, accommodations. Accommodations. Now, arrangements uh, for these accommodations uh, must be made in advance. Are you listening to me? The accommodation for heaven, if you're going to take this flight, if you're here tonight, you've never been born into the family of God, uh, I would advise you to make it soon. And matter of fact, tonight, I, I wouldn't take no chances. You see, eternity ain't the two places, heaven or hell. I mean, it's simple. Either we're going to heaven or we're going to hell when we leave this life. And uh, the thing of it is, is we don't know when we're going to leave. Now, now we, the Bible said, listen, that, that we're not all going to die. He's going to come back, and they, some of us going to be living here. And uh, if, uh, if he comes tonight, I want you to ask yourself a question. Uh, am I prepared to meet the Lord? Have I made that accommodation? Now, let me share something with you and show you what I'm saying tonight. In Luke chapter number 23, in verse number 42, I believe it is, uh, there, there's a situation here. Uh, I want to give you two fellas that made accommodation and one that didn't make the accommodation. Now, the thief, remember the thief that was on the cross? Uh, uh, when Jesus was on the cross, the thief there, uh, uh, the Bible said there uh, uh, that the thief looked at the Lord and asked the Lord to remember him. Now, now, folk, listen to me. Salvation ain't no, uh, ain't no hard thing. You don't have to be a professor to be saved. You, listen, whenever I got saved, uh, listen, I, I didn't know nothing about the church, nothing about the Bible. Uh, I didn't know anything about that. Uh, and, and whenever I grabbed a hold of that preacher, he was about that tall and about that big around. Uh, and, uh, and, I, and I grabbed him, uh, and uh, he looked at me and he said, what do you want? And uh, I said, I don't know what I want. I just want what y'all got. <laughs> And I got it that night. Hey, it's no big thing. I mean, friend, listen to me. We make one of the easiest things hard. 
You know the hardest thing probably with people uh, uh, with their salvation uh, is the fact, well, I get saved, but I know I can't live it. Why? You know you can't live it. I can't live it. Nobody else can live it. But he'll live it within you. That's why the Holy Ghost of God, when I got saved, uh, moved in uh, and, listen, uh, uh, built, uh, built the house on the inside. Uh, and, uh, and, listen, I was a different man. I couldn't do it on my own. Lord knows you can't do it either. And so this, this fella here, he's hanging on a cross. In just a few hours, he's going to be, listen, he's going to be as dead as 3 o'clock in the morning. He, uh, he, uh, y'all have to forgive me. I forgot my belt and I'm about to lose my drawers. <laughs> what a thing for a preacher to say. <laughs> this fella, he's hanging on a cross. And, and he asked the Lord, he said, Lord, remember me. Lord, when you, when you go to your kingdom, remember me. Now watch this. This is how hard it was. And the next verse there, down in the bottom part of that verse, Today shalt thou be with me in paradise. That wasn't too hard. He didn't go through a chain of command. All he said was, Lord, Remember me. Lord looked at him and said, Today thou shalt be with me in paradise. Now, let me give you a commercial on that. I got plenty of time. Commercial. This thing about paradise. Let me help you with this thing. You know, I got to be careful here. I'll be dug a hole. Uh, I think it's Catholics, you know, they, a lot of them, they believe in purgatory. Are you with me? And, uh, and God knows John Wayne was my man. I'm talking about, I got every tape he ever made, especially them on horses, amen? And, uh, I mean, he's my man. I mean, I'm just telling you, I'm sold out with old John Wayne. He, he, he's the man. But you hear me tonight. If he wasn't saved, he's in hell today. I, I, I heard here a few years back that somebody said that, that John Wayne was in uh, purgatory. That if enough of people would pray for him, you know, because of the man that he was, uh, that he'll be able to get to heaven. Well, I got news for him. When John Wayne took his last breath, it was over for Mr. John Wayne. His destination was made. Are you listening to me? This thing about paradise right here is the closest thing you'll ever have to purgatory. What are you saying, preacher? Well, before Jesus died, now listen to me, before Jesus died, people didn't, when they died, they didn't, they didn't go to heaven. They went, they went to a, I'll call it where you can understand it, uh, Alabama talk, they went to like a holding cell. <laughs> that ain't a good word to put, is it, for a Christian? Uh, but anyhow, it's not heaven. Now, now, you see, there's, there's this area, and there's a great gulf fix in between. 
God's people's here and those in hell's over here. And there's a great gulf fix in between it where either one cannot go to where the other is. And that was called paradise. Now, now when Jesus died, he went there. And when Jesus rose on the third day, the Bible said in between that, that he went and he took the keys from the devil. Are you with me tonight? If you've been saved any length of time, you know what I'm talking about. He took the keys from the devil. Now, when he rose, all the saints of God rose with him. That's when they went to heaven. Not before then, but then. If you go back in the Old Testament, you'll find where the Bible said that hell will enlarge herself. Well, whenever the saints of God in the Lord Jesus Christ uh, left paradise, uh, that great gulf fix was removed uh, and hell uh, enlarged herself. Now, that's your commercial. Just to let you know what's going on when Jesus went to paradise. And, uh, and so we find here the thief made accommodations, listen, for, for heaven. Now, look at this other one. Luke 16. Now you know that story well about the rich man and Lazarus where Lazarus, he died uh, and was comforted in Abraham's bosom uh, and the Bible said, uh, listen, uh, that, the, that the rich man died also. Now in verse number 22 and verse number 23, the Bible said the rich man also died and was buried. The rich man died and was buried. Now, this is the rich man that didn't give the time of day to old Lazarus. He was an old beggar. He didn't have a whole lot, but thank God he was saved. <laughs> he had more than the rich man had. The rich man just didn't know it. You see, everything the rich man had was just a temporal thing. It was here for a little while, then he's going to die, and he did. Now, now, the Bible goes on to say, and in hell, he lifted up his eyes. Now, I'm telling you, you talk about a sad thing. He made no accommodations for this flight that we're talking about tonight. He said he lifted up his eyes, being in what? Torment. And it goes on to say, and seeth Abraham afar off, guess who was in his bosom? That old beggar that he didn't have the time of day for. Now, I wish I could just go ahead and preach on that right there for a little bit. Uh, uh, but, you know, that, that, that beggar, man, I'm telling you what, he's living it up now. But the Bible said uh, that that rich man who had no accommodations uh, uh, looked to Abraham and said, Abraham, matter of fact, I think he even called him father. I mean, he was getting serious. And, and said, send Lazarus that he might dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue. You wouldn't think just one drop would mean that much. I'm telling you, friend, if you don't have these accommodations, hell's going to be a mean place. I said hell is going to be a mean place. 
So the first thing on this flight we've got to have is accommodations. Number two, we've got to have passports. There's what we call a passport. Now, now, persons seeking entry uh, will not be permitted past the gate without having proper credentials. Other words, if you've never been born again, you're not going to make it, folk. If you've never asked Jesus to come into your heart, you ain't going to make this flight. And, and, and now watch this here now. You see, the dead in Christ and those that's living, both of them is going to be called up. And that's when the flight's going to take place. I'm, folk, it's going to be a flight. And, and, and my heart goes out to you if you're here tonight, young, old, or whatever, and you've never been birthed into the family of God, man, it's going to be a sad day. And, uh, and, and listen, man, you need, I mean, you need to get saved. I wish there was something I could say that would, that, would, that would make it so real to you tonight how important that it is to be saved. Why wouldn't you want to be saved? You know, I fought that thing a long time, and I know where you're coming from. I, I understand that. Uh, I, 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 remember, I remember younger growing up, you know, uh, I, I went to church a lot. But I didn't go to church. I went, but it wasn't for church. Y'all know. It was, it was, it was, yeah, it was. And I remember preacher wanted, you know, wanted folk to get saved, and I thought, Man, he wouldn't watch me like he does when I'm around these women if I was saved. And so I went up and I made a profession. And I, I, there was nothing serious about it. And, uh, and back then, we didn't have a baptistry. We went to the mud hole and got, got baptized. You know what I'm talking about? And, and, and old Pop Lee. He had an old station wagon, and he'd load that thing down, you know, with people going down to the creek to be baptized. And, uh, and, and I'd be in the very back of, that, back of that station wagon, me and her. And I don't need to go no farther. But that's, that, was my, that was my salvation. Let me say to you tonight, friend, it's more serious than that. Salvation is more serious than that. Now, now, this thing about passports, whenever I would go out of the country, you'd have to show them a, a passport that, that you purchased. And, and, and listen, if, if, whenever, if I didn't have that passport, they wouldn't let me on that airplane. And, and, and I'm saying to you tonight, friend, if you don't have that blood covering you're not going to get on this flight that I'm talking about. And so there's a passport. Bible said over there that we read tonight, Revelation 20, 12, and I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books were open, and another book was open, uh, uh, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written 
in the books according to the works. Now, this particular verse is talking about the great white throne judgment. That's a judgment for the lost. He's not judging to sift their lost. They are lost. He's judging them for their works. You see, there's degrees in hell. And, and I wish I had time to get into all that, but there's degrees in hell. Uh, uh, I think about old, old Manson. Remember him years ago and that old mean dude? Uh, you see, they some that, that done good in, in life. I mean, you'd look at him, you thought they was saved. You know what I'm talking about? Now, now, there's going to be degrees from this one and what Manson was. And so that's what he's, he's talking about here. Now, there's going to be those that comes up and stands before God, and they're going to say like this good man did, uh, 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 listen, uh, uh, my name's there. The Bible said that he had, listen, the book of life and the other books. Now, there was two things that he had. He had the Word of God, which is the books, the Old and the New Testament. And then he had the book of life. And so what he'll do is he'll show them in the books uh, what they had to do to be saved, uh, and they didn't do it. And then to top it off and to prove what he's saying, he don't have to, but he's got the book of life, he'll open it up and says, your name has never been written down. Are you with me tonight? Your name has never been placed in the book of life. And listen, in that book of life here is your passport. If your name is not in that book of life, uh, you have no passport for this flight. And so there's accommodations, there's uh, uh, passports, and thirdly, there's the ticket. You know, you got to have a ticket before you can get on an airplane. Now, now, your ticket is written, uh, a, a written pledge that guarantees your journey. In other words, whenever you're in that waiting room and they call for your flight, you go up, you show them your ticket, uh, and that, uh, that proves that, uh, listen, you've uh, got everything that it needs to get on that flight. Now, the Bible said in John chapter number 5, verse 24, watch this. Verily, verily, I say unto you, and the reason I'm doing this, I'm giving you verses for everything I'm trying to say tonight. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that heareth my word and believeth on him that sent me hath everlasting life. Thank God for that. I, listen, I'm glad I can't lose it because if I could, I would have. I, listen, you're looking at one fella here that if they was a perfect church, I sure don't want to join it because I'd mess it up. Uh, but thank God I've got something that dwells in me uh, that's forever. Bible said here, in uh, uh, shall not come into condemnation, but is passed from death unto life. Your ticket uh, is your salvation. Uh, listen, he said here, verily, verily, I say unto you, he that heareth my word. You heed what I'm saying to you tonight. Listen, you heed the, uh, this thing about getting saved tonight and you're a guaranteed ticket tonight. Are you listening to me? You're, you're guaranteed a ticket uh, if you get born again. Uh, remember over there in John chapter 3, I believe it is, uh, listen, where that 
where the Lord said, uh, uh, you must be born again. And uh, I say unto you tonight, you must be born again. You know that's why that you can't live it is because you've never been born again. When you get born again, there's, a, there's something that takes place within you. The Bible says it's something like this. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. As a hellion, I like to drink. I like, I like to gamble. And I like to do all the above. I, I, I just, I like, I was lost. And that was my thing. And, uh, and, and so, so that's what I done. But when I got saved, now listen to me. When I got saved, I didn't want to do that no more. Honest before God. You know, and I think everybody will probably say amen to this. Smoke is probably one of the hardest things there is to quit. I, I used to smoke, and, and man, that was the hardest thing in the world for me to do is to quit smoking. But I'm telling you, friend, when you get saved, there's nothing hard about living for God. And there's that good reason for it because you're not the same one that was there before. That one that was there has been thrown away and been born again. In other words, you're a brand new person. The, I got saved on a Wednesday night. Thursday night I come in from work and, 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 and I like a pocket knife. I've always carried a pocket knife. And I keep my pocket knife sharp. I sharpen it if it don't need it. Amen. And, uh, and, and I was at the kitchen sink. I was using one of those wet stones. And I was rolling that blade on that thing. And somehow or another, I missed, I missed the roll on it and come back and I cut my hand. And the first thing I said was GD. You, you know what I'm saying? I, like if I was lost. Now, now watch this now. Watch this. I'm saying I'm, I'm a new guy. I'm a new creature. Been born again. Immediately. Immediately. You can ask my wife. You can ask, I mean, listen, I, God before heaven tonight. Immediately, I fell on my face. And I said, dear God, I didn't mean that. It just, it just happened. I mean, listen, it just come out. I, I, I realized I'd done wrong. I'd have never done that before. I cussed like a sailor, and that was just my language. But when I got saved, when I got saved, listen, it was different, friend. It's not hard. It's, there's nothing hard about it. And, uh, and so we find here that I got my ticket. Sir, ma'am, you can get your ticket tonight if you want it. Uh, I don't know if we'll give an invitation or not, but I'm telling you, friend, you don't have to have no invitation to get saved. I mean, listen, if you want to get saved, you look me up or, or some of these others. You know who stands up here, and you get with us. And I'll tell you what, we'll show you how to get saved. I mean, man, i tell you what, the greatest thing that ever happened to you is you get saved. Amen. And so I don't want you to miss this flight. I want you to be on that flight with me. And so now there's a departure time. Uh, we're, we're, we're having a flight here now. There's a departure time. Now, this departure time's not been announced yet. Are you listening to me? Travelers are advised to be prepared to leave on short notice. The Bible said in 1 Corinthians 15 that I read, 
Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep. In other words, we're not all going to die. But we shall be changed in a moment and in the twinkling of an eye at the last trump. I've heard preachers say, and I don't doubt it, have you ever seen it in, in, in a person's eye? You, you look, and, and, and you'll see just a, a twinkle, and it's gone. I mean, you, you just look just right. You look at it, and that, you'll see that twinkle, and it's gone. They say that's, that's like that twinkling that he's talking about there. I mean, it's here, and it's gone. Now, if my mom was here, I mean, she was definitely scared of airplanes. She would. You, listen, you couldn't put her to sleep and get her on one eye thing. I mean... She'd know you was doing it. She, she, she didn't want to get on it. She was definitely scared of those airplanes. But this, this trip's not going to bother you. Hey, sir, ma'am, this trip ain't going to bother you because it's going to be like in a moment and the twinkling of an eye. Huh? You're here, then you're there. How long is it going to take me to get there? Well, you see, when I go home to Florida, it's a 12-hour drive. If I, if I fly by airplane and I fly into Orlando... It's like an hour and a half. But whenever we get on this flight, it's going to be bam, bam. We here, then we in heaven. What you going to be scared of? Hey, you nothing to be scared of. We're there, man. I mean, by the time, by the time you shut your eye and open it, we're there. Moment and the twinkling of an eye, departure time. I would advise you to be prepared. Because these airplanes don't wait on you. Uh, when, they, when they call for that number and for those to board, if you ain't there, you're left. They're on a schedule. Do you know God's on a schedule too? He said it's appointed. Friend, listen to me. I, in my mind, I told you last week I'm a good imaginer. In my mind, I, I sort of imagine it like a calendar. One, two, three, four, up to 31. On one of those days, one of those months, one of those years, he's coming. He's coming. It might be this year. It might be this month. It might be this day. I don't know. I'd be a fool to stand up here and tell you I know when Jesus is coming. And, and let me say this. Those nuts that says that on TV and all, that's what they are is a nut. <laughs> Amen. You tell them I said that. They, listen, friend, the, angel, the angels in heaven don't even know when he's a coming back. And why? But, but. He did give us some things that we could sort of look at and, 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 and know that we better be getting ready because things are pointing that way. Are you listening to me? All these things that's going on in this world today, I, it is scary. I know it's scary. I mean, with all these things that's happening, but I'm telling you, all it is is pointing toward that flight. All these things are just pointing toward that flight. And so I say to you, that departure time ain't far away. And my advice is to be alert and ready. Alert 
and ready because it'll be in the moment and the twinkling of an eye. You won't have a, you won't have a chance to get ready. You won't have an opportunity to get ready. And let me give you another commercial on this. The fact is, the Bible said the first to be last and the last to be first. In other words, Jesus come for the Jews when he came. They rejected him, so he went to the Gentiles. You and I, unless you're a full Jew, listen, now, we're a Gentile. That's why that we're getting saved today. The first to be last and the last to be first. We're first. Now, during that tribulation period, uh, listen, uh, uh, that's when the Jews are going to be saved. That second part of that tribulation period, uh, listen, Jews are going to be getting saved left and right. But you say, well, I'll get saved then. I wouldn't count on it. I would Listen, I wouldn't count on it. The first to be last and the last to be first. How in the world, listen to me, how in the world do you think you can get saved when there ain't a Holy Spirit to deal with you? Listen, when there is now and you reject Him. Are you listening to me? You're just trying to scare me. No, I'm telling you the truth. All right. Have you ever thought, and I'm going to just buzz this, have you ever thought about mom and daddy and little Susie and her bassinet beside them in the bed? And this moment and a twinkling of an eye takes place. Mom and daddy gets up next morning. They're not born again. They're not saved. They don't have this flight plan fixed for them. And they get up looking for little Susie. And little Susie's gone. Are you listening to me? Little, you're talking about a heartache. You're talking about, you're talking about 9-11 buzzing. Listen, you, you, you're just going to have to wait because 9-11, it's, it's already off the hook. People calling, trying to figure. In fact, somebody told me here a while back, they listen, that, that they won't let, listen, two Christians be uh, a pilot and, and his helper. One's got to be lost if they don't let him fly. I don't remember what, what flight that was or what, you know, plane that was or whatever, but, but in case the Lord comes, uh, listen, somebody's got to land that airplane. I'd hate to know I was lost on that there Boeing 747. And listen, he's saved and he gets out of here. And listen, there's nobody on the, are you with me? All right, so we got to have luggage. We're on this flight, luggage. You know, God help them ladies. I almost have to rent a U-Haul every time we go to Florida to haul luggage. We're only going to stay a couple days, and I'll have 14 suitcases. And I, I mean, I say, honey, you can't wear that much in six months. Well, you just don't know. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> luggage. Luggage. Well, luggage, you don't have to worry about it on this flight. Thank God for that because if you're going to fly, you got to pay for them babies now. So you don't have to worry about luggage. Bible said, listen, in 1 Timothy uh, chapter 6, I believe it is, in verse number 7, said, for we brought nothing into this world and it is certain we can carry nothing out. <laughs> when we get on that flight, friend, I ain't got to worry about these clothes. 
I ain't got to worry about suits. I ain't got to worry about shoes. Uh, I, 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 I know whenever the Israelites made that journey through the desert, God blessed them and, 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 and their attire Listen, they wore the same attire for 40 years and God kept them good. Uh, I mean, their shoes. I know the women wasn't liking that, amen? Mine, anyhow. 40 years wearing that same thing. Well, listen, we get on this flight, you ain't got to worry about luggage, friend. Thank God Almighty. And then there's, there's this thing that they're having a... I mean, the biggest fight over today with, with, our, uh, with our presidents to be, amen, uh, 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 and I'm not getting in politics. I'm just saying uh, it's funny every time I see them on there, amen. You got 14, 15 of them up there, and all of them trying to see who can tell the biggest lie. And that's all I'm going to say about that. All passengers. Now, listen, this immigration thing. All passengers on this flight are classified as immigrants. Are you listening to me? Oh, boy, I done made somebody. I ain't no immigrant. I was born here. Well, when you get on this flight, and, and let me share with you why. You see, you're going to another country. You're not going to visit. You're going to stay. So you're going to be an immigrant because you're going to another country. You're looking at me like I don't know what I'm talking about. Turn over here to Hebrews with me. Oh, I like this. I got it somewhere in my Bible. Hebrews chapter number 11, I believe it is. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 13. Look with me here. In verse number 11, or chapter number 11, I'm sorry, verse 13, these all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off. Now, what you got to understand is this is talking about the Old Testament saints. They didn't have the promises that, of this New Testament like we have today. Are, are you listening to me? They lived, this is the faith chapter, they was living by faith of what they were saying. And so he said here, persuaded of them and embraced them and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. For they, for they that say such things declare plainly that they seek a country. Now, now, he goes on to say, and truly if they had been mindful of that country from whence they came out, they might have had opportunity to have returned. Now, my wife, my wife, she still gets a little homesick for home, you know, in Florida where we come from. We've been here 13 years. I love it. I mean, I, I, I'm home. I mean, I just love it. I, I go down there and stay two or three days. I'm ready to come home. But my, every now and then, my wife, and I guess it's, a, it, you know, it's all right, you know, because the Bible, it's, it's scriptural to, to be a little homesick, I guess. And he's saying here, he's saying that, Listen, that, that, that it could happen to them. They could have opportunity to have returned. But listen, they're going to a place uh, that they're talking about here where there is no return. He went on to say, but now they desire a better country. That is a heavenly. Wherefore God is not ashamed to be called their God, 
For he hath prepared for them a city. Thank God. Listen, we're as pilgrims passing through. We're all immigrants. One day we're going to get on this flight and we're going to a new country. I remember when we moved up here, we rented that U-Haul and and a U-Haul truck. We loaded everything we could in it and we headed out. But I'm telling you, friend, whenever we load up on this flight, we don't need nothing that's here. We're going to a new country. Man, I wish I had more time. I'll tell you a little bit about that country. But I ain't got time. Immigration. Immigration. We're all going to be immigrants. And listen, when we get there, we ain't going to want to return. You ever thought about that gold around your neck? Man, that stuff costs, I mean, several hundred dollars for a little old bitty chain. And I mean, you get one of them little old gold chains that, I mean, you got to put your glasses on to see it because it's so little, and them things cost several hundred dollars. Bless God, I'm going to walk on it one day. Are you listening to me? I'm going to walk. The Bible talks about the streets of gold. I mean, listen, that, I mean, it's so pure that you can see through it. Gold, friend. Oh, I want to stay there a while. I'm going to skip this one. I had one. I'm going to skip it due to time, and I'm going to drop down to the next one if you put these in there. Uh, vaccinations. You got, if you go into a new country, you've got to have vaccinations and uh, inoculations. Make sure you're up on everything because you go into a place, listen, listen, on these airplanes to South America or wherever, man, if you don't have these vaccinations, you liable to, you liable to get sick and die before you ever get back. Are, 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 are you listening to me tonight? Injections are not needed on this flight. I said injections are not needed on this flight. Our text tonight, verse 4 in Revelation 21 and shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. If I was to ask for hands tonight, how many has shed a tear? Every hand would go up. And I know, I can say without a doubt, every hand will go up. Why do you say that, preacher? Because when you was born, that doctor beat the tar out of you till you did cry, amen? So I know you cried one time. And, and, but thank God, Things in this life that makes you cry. There ain't going to be no more. There ain't going to be no more crying in heaven. He's going to wipe away these tears that's in our eyes. And then he goes on to say, and there shall be no more death. Boy, I tell you, one of the hardest things in this life is, is to go with a loved one to the grave. I mean, you know, one of our loved ones pass away and, and go through the process uh, 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 I guess this thing's still all right. I bumped it a while ago. Uh, you know, and, and putting them in the ground. You know you know they're all right. You know that's just a body, that, that, that they're really not there. That's just what God let them use temporary until uh, he give them a brand new one. Uh, and, and they're really not there, but it's just something on the inside that hurts us and breaks our heart when, when, when death comes. And, and, but, hey, folk, listen to me. On this flight, when you get to your destination, there ain't going to be no more death. 
There ain't going to be none of these little precious babies or moms and dads or, or their children passing away. No more death. And then he goes on to say, neither sorrow. We've all had that. We've all, every one of us had our share of that sorrow. I know you have, and I know I have. Listen, whenever, when I moved to Alabama, I didn't move to Alabama because it was, it was my heart's desire just to be here. I come down with sarcoidosis, and, and, and I was pastor in Bethel Baptist Church in, in Florida, in uh, Fort Pierce, Florida, and I'm telling you, I, I mean, in, in my heart, I was going to die as pastor of that church. I love the church. People love me. And, and, and listen, friend, I, I mean, that, that was my heartbeat was that church. And when I come down with sarcoidosis, uh, it captured my lungs. Uh, and, uh, and, and the doctor said I was in the hospital for about three or four weeks. And he said that I was going to have to quit preaching. And I'm telling you, friend, you talk about sorrow. I mean, I literally had a nervous breakdown. It hurt me so bad. Because it was like my kids, my children. My listen, I'd pastored them for like thirty years, and I—I I mean, I loved them, and that was that—that that was my heartbeat. And man, I tell you, it hurt when I had to give up something that that was part of my life for so many years. And I know what it is to sorrow. You know what it is to sorrow. But thank God, we're not gonna have no more sorrow when we get there. And he goes on to say, nor crying. Neither shall they be any more pain. Somebody say amen. amen. Toothaches. I mean, there ain't nothing worse than a toothache. Uh, pain. No more pain. I mean, for whatever it is. Shut your finger in a car door. Whatever. Pain. Ain't, thank God there ain't going to be no more pain when we get to that destination. Hallelujah. Currency. Currency. You know you got to take a little bit of money with you when you go somewhere uh, because, uh, you know, when you get there, you're going to want to buy something, amen? Or you're liable to get caught speeding and got to pay a fine or something. you got to have some currency when you get there. But uh, supplies of currency, I'm going to say tonight, is happening right now, and they're forward to heaven. Let me help you to understand what I'm trying to say here. And every one of us needs to do this, and we need to work on it, work hard on it, is we need to, we need to start for, for, forwarding. My mouth's dry, and I can't say the word. Uh, listen, our currency, other words, our faith in God, our works in God, listen, all those things are adding up, and they're being put in a bank in heaven all the things that you do for God. Listen, whenever you're in Winn-Dixie and you go over and you begin to witness to somebody, you're putting, hey, hallelujah. Listen, you're putting, you're putting some stuff in your savings account in heaven. Uh, every time you do something for God here, listen, it's adding up on the other side. Uh, and I say, friend, we need to get busy and stay busy uh, till we get on that flight. It'd be a sad thing to get to heaven and God goes to passing out rewards uh, and it comes to you and you're sitting there patting your foot. Boy, I'm be glad I get mine. You ain't got none. You didn't do nothing. Huh? Let me pull my britches up. We need to get busy, folk. We got we to get that currency in heaven. Now, now, 
we're going to be given, there's five crowns that's talked about in the Bible. And I've, I really believe that, that these crowns, uh, uh, this is preacher talking here now, I believe that we're going to get those crowns, and, and, and those crowns are where we can lay these crowns down at the feet of Jesus because of what he's done for us. Oh, he's done so much for us. I like what the preacher said Sunday. Listen, if we lost everything we've got tomorrow, we still need to praise God. We're heaven bound. If you're saved, that is. Listen, we've been bought by the price. We're headed to that foreign country. Listen, where there is no more pain and no more sickness and no more things that, that we're used to on this side. And uh, let me close with this thought right here. I, I, I got a couple other things, but I'm going to close with this. The last one. Listen, the, 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 whenever, you, whenever you get on a flight, you've got to make reservations. I mean, a lot of people, they'll call it in on the computer or whatever. And, you know, I want to get on. I'm headed to so-and-so. And, and you make reservations for that flight. Well, listen, you've got to make reservations for this flight. Are you listening to me? The Bible said here now, and I'm closing 2 Corinthians 6, 2. Watch this. For he saith, I have heard thee in a time accepted, and in a day of salvation have I succored thee. Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. When should I get saved, preacher? At once. Immediately. When should I get saved? Tonight. I mean, you've got everything to gain and nothing to lose except heartaches that this old world gives you. Whenever I got saved, listen, man, I tell you what, I found out I had more money than I ever had. I mean, you know, you go out partying on Friday night, you know what I'm talking about, and, and man, spend your whole check and and uh, go out there gambling, and and uh, and if it ain't your night, you're gonna lose all your money. And and uh, man, I found out that when I got saved, I didn't have no more headaches from that Lord Calvin. I had money in my pocket because I didn't give it away at the card table. I mean, listen, friend, uh, I I have fellowship with my wife because we didn't go down to the bar. Juking half of the night? Hey, that's all I had to lose. And I had everything to gain. Got saved. Got saved. Listen. 46 years ago. On a Wednesday night. On me and my wife's anniversary. In fact. Listen, we was getting ready to go celebrate the anniversary. And, and my brother-in-law and my sister-in-law had been aggravating us to go to church. And I told my wife, I said, now listen, this is what we'll do. We'll go to church tonight. This is a Wednesday night. I said, it's just a Wednesday night. It won't be long. I said, we'll just get them off our back. And we'll head out and we'll have a ball. We're going to celebrate our anniversary. And... Uh, and uh, needless did I know that I was going to celebrate it all right, but it was going to be in the best way that I ever could celebrate it. 
I mean, folk, listen, it's just, it's marvelous. Ask, ask anybody in here that's saved, do they regret it? If they saved, I'm going to tell you what they're going to tell you, not me. I've had hard times, I've had sorrows, and I've had this, and I've had that, but I've never, never, never come to the place in my life that I wished I'd have never got saved. Thank God Almighty, I tell you, I've got everything. I mean, I've got a, I've got a wife that loves me. I, I told you all last week about that great-grandbaby that loves her papa. I mean, she loves her papa. She loves her granny, but she loves her papa. Well, let me get off of that. I want to ask you a question, and I'm going to close. We're not going to have an invitation, but I tell you, I'm going to hang around a little while. And if you're not ready for this flight, you need to get ready tonight. Folk, it could be tonight. And I'm not, I'm not just blowing off at the mouth. I'm telling you, it could be tonight. It may be another 50 years. I don't know. But it could be tonight. Are you going to be ready? Or are you going to be left behind? Are you going to be one that the Bible talks about There'll be two in the bed, one taken and one left. There'll be two in the field, one taken and one left. Are you going to be on that side? Or are you going to make it right with God tonight? Are, the best decision you'll ever make is your decision for God tonight. Best thing I ever done was got saved. Church, say amen. amen. Heavenly Father, I love you tonight. And I thank you for loving me and giving me 